and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast, where we get to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2022 Kia EV6, not to be confused with the rock band of a similar name. You can take a look at this Kia on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're out there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way, you get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Kia in just one second, but first, we have to pay the bills. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. And Tom, you're here to talk about the 2022 Kia EV6. Six, not to be called Eve Six, which is the band from 1995, a popular rock band, but no, this is the EV Six, a car. Tom, how are you doing? And uh, tell me about this car. What is this thing? I am doing just fine, and I don't even remember the band Eve uh, Eve Six, but I will, however, remember the EV Six from Kia that I just drove recently. Really enjoyed it. Fine battery electric plug-in vehicle, 274 miles of EPA rated range with all-wheel drive. You can get uh, 310 miles if you just go with the rear wheel drive, and that's from a 77.4 kilowatt hour battery pack. Runs smooth, runs quiet, good looking car. Really enjoyed it. Well, Tom, now I don't know if you went to Segway school, but on a quick spin podcast, we take it on a quick little walk around, uh, which we're going to jump to right now. I'm standing here in front of the 2022 Kia EV6 all wheel drive wind edition, painted glacier white with a soothing gray interior. I'll talk more about the interior when I do the drive, but let's talk about the exterior styling of this battery electric vehicle that turns so many heads. It is good looking and futuristic at the same time. The windshield is steeply raked and so is the lift gate in this five seat crossover utility vehicle. It's interesting to see how automakers in this segment are approaching exterior design specifically for battery electric cars. You want to push the boundaries, but you also don't want to go so far that your car becomes a punchline. The Ford Mustang Mach-E is stylistically interesting, and I tend to think the designers were taking inspiration from the Tesla Model Y. I mean, why not emulate a vehicle that is a proven success? And there's the VW ID4, which is probably a bit too conservative to really grab someone's attention. And now comes along this Kia EV6, which is a similar package, but is exceedingly handsome. Uh, In the week that I drove it, it turned way more heads than the Porsche Taycans that I've driven for a fraction of the money. Of course, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is on the same EV platform as this EV6, but you can also tell the two design teams working with the same hard points went in very different directions. Before we go for a spin, let's talk about the interior. Overall, it's very soothing, light gray throughout. The center console is very sleek and futuristic with the vehicle start button integrated in a small raised shelf that is angled toward the driver uh, in the center console. And it's directly in front of a large dial labeled with the letters R, N, and D. The big chunky knob with uh, textured rubber is meant to be grabbed and twisted to put the car in reverse, neutral, or drive. It couldn't be much easier. Another highlight of this interior is the deep gray woven fabric that trims the upper instrument panel and the doors. 
Here's something quirky about the EV6. There is a volume knob for the radio, but you have to know how to find it. Uh, it took me a while to figure it out on my own. There's a 12.3-inch panoramic infotainment screen with navigation that's arranged like many Hyundais and Kias. Your radio stations or your streaming audio will show up on that screen, but there's no volume slider. The driver gets a volume toggle switch on the right side of the steering wheel, but the passenger won't see a knob for adjusting the volume or turning off the radio or on the radio. That's because the knob actually serves two purposes. It's placed at the left side of an LCD touchscreen at the base of the center stack. Usually this screen will display dual zone climate controls and the knob to the left is for adjusting temperature. But you can press a button on this small LCD screen that changes the whole display for audio controls. And when you hit that button, the knob that was used for changing temperature now becomes a volume knob. Uh, it's a clever way to minimize the number of buttons cluttering your instrument panel, but someone at the dealership has to explain how to use it. Tom, how does this stack up, at, at least in sales, to the competitive set? And what is the competitive set for the EV6? What's a, what would I cross shop? Am I shopping a Taycan against this? Am I shopping a, a Lucid Air Dream Gran Turismo or whatever the heck it's called? Well, what, what, what am I competing with uh, the EV6? Yeah, you could probably buy a couple of uh, EV6s for the price of a Lucid Air. Uh, so no, you'd be cross-shopping this up against uh, perhaps a Ford Mustang Mach-E, um, a Hyundai Ioniq 5, a Volkswagen ID4. And all those vehicles are are selling pretty well. I mean, relatively speaking, uh, you know, let's let's put it in context here. Through the first six months of this year, uh, Honda has sold 116,000 CRVs. Uh, Chevy has sold 116,000 Chevy Equinoxes. Okay, uh, now this, the Kia EV6, through the first six months, 12,568 units. That is not a huge step, but it is a big step for battery electric vehicles because uh, you know we were we we're starting at a at a baseline of zero not long ago. Um, and in further context, you know the Volkswagen ID4 has been around um, certainly longer than the EV6, and it's only sold 4,400 units so far this year. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, you know the the Ford Mustang Mach-E would be considered the leader in terms of, uh, of sales so far in this uh, segment, closer to 18,000 through the first six months. And uh, and, and also the Hyundai Ioniq 5 uh, is more like 13,000 units. So between these two vehicles, which both come from the Hyundai group, you know, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 and this uh, Kia EV6, you know, you're talking 26,000 vehicles. That's, that's a pretty healthy number. And um, you know, we're probably going to see these numbers continue to, to go up as, as people find that a battery electric might work perfectly well in their lifestyles and, um, and, and as the charging infrastructure improves as well. But how does the Tesla Model Y compare to the, uh, the EV6? Obviously, Tesla is the, the name when it comes to EVs. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, <laughs> if you were impressed with the numbers that uh, Kia has achieved so far, well, you're, you know, this is, this is going to blow your mind that uh, Tesla has sold 98,000 uh, Model Ys through the first six months of this year. Okay. All right. So think about that. I mean... <laughs> Tesla truly is dominating uh, the EV world. And the numbers are similar, uh, slightly less for the Model 3. So uh, that's why 
the entire industry is chasing Tesla. They're trying to catch up. They're uh, trying to put compelling product on the market to, uh, you know, to compete with Tesla. Well, there's only one way to find out if this is a compelling product. Let's take this out on a quick spin. Your neighbor, Alan, he might have a bigger garage, but he doesn't use eBay motors, which means unlike you, he doesn't have 122 million parts for his car right at his fingertips. So he might be wondering, where did those new tires come from? Are those fresh seat covers? Those headlights look brand new. And that horn, now that sounds big. If he asks, tell him. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. This uh, EV6 is an all-wheel drive version with a motor at the front and at the rear for 320 horsepower and 446 pound-feet of torque. Uh, sticker priced at $54,110. So, enough of that. Let's twist this big knob into drive and let's go for a quick spin. The quirkiness aside, um, the EV6 really drives extremely well. Um, I didn't drive it really aggressively. Uh, I was on the highway a fair amount during the time that I had the car and this thing easily gets up to 80 miles an hour. Um, keeps up with traffic in Metro Detroit with ease. Um, and of course it accelerates very quietly, very smoothly. Inside this car, the noise is really well managed. Wind noise is minimal. Road noise is minimal. It's right there, I mean, that's zero to 55 in a matter of seconds. There are two, pad two paddles um, on the right and left. On the right, if you paddle the right one, you will turn off what's called the eye pedal, uh, which means that you're, when you lift off the accelerator, you're going to coast almost as if you are um, in, a, in a normal combustion vehicle. Uh, you can also then use the left pedal to uh, maximize your one pedal driving, um, maximize your regeneration of brake energy. Um, and when you lift off the accelerator, that's just like stopping. And it's... Um, I like it. I know that there are a number of other drivers who think that one pedal driving is awful, um, but for me it's about extending the range, making sure that uh, I've got enough juice to get to where I'm going, and for that reason I really do appreciate one pedal driving, and it's it's easier. You don't have to, <laughs> you, you almost never have to touch the brake pedal unless you're in some sort of a uh, panic stop situation, but uh, yeah, when you're when you're in this eye pedal mode, once you lift off that accelerator, your your car is coming to a stop. You mentioned obviously you didn't have a stopwatch, but zero to you said fifty five. Now I'm not saying you're lying, but it's probably close to sixty. I don't know. I don't know how, how good you were paying attention to the, the speedometer. But our friends over at Car and Driver clocked a GT line that's three hundred twenty horsepower of Eve Six Fury at four point five to sixty. That's as, as far as supercars go, it's not necessarily great, especially now. But go back 20 years ago, and that's right in line with high-performance uh, sports sedans. 
and some supercars like that that for a passenger car four five to sixty that's insane you can also then buy the new kia ev6 gt not the gt line these are two distinct vehicles and the gt is much faster so uh but yes a lot of these battery electric cars uh, this one and and others, uh, including the the Hyundai Ionic Five, of course, the Ford Mustang Mach E in unbridled mode, uh, they snap your head back when you when you're hard on the accelerator. And anybody who really uh, enjoys driving or or enjoys speed, I should say, uh, should be heartened by this. You know, by the wave of battery electric vehicles that are coming. You know. The, the range issues aside, the charging issues aside, there's still a lot of power there to be enjoyed. But Tom, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile and this Eve 6 is no exception. Again, I apologize. I didn't do any research on the EV6. I just read so much about the band Eve 6. So I got I to take my lumps for that. So I should be more prepared. But Tom, I think you are informed about this EV6 better than me of course uh so tom tell me what is the essence of the ev6 why does why does the thing exist why should i go buy it when you look at this car you're gonna you're gonna understand that this is not a standard combustion engine vehicle and you're going to be intrigued by uh hmm, i wonder what it's like behind the wheel of that car um you might look at a volkswagen id4 and you might not have that same sensation. You're, you, you might not have that same level of uh, curiosity. You're probably going to have that feeling uh, about a Ford Mustang Mach-E. But definitely when you see the Kia EV6, from a styling standpoint, uh, without even driving it, you're going to be curious about the car. And when you open the door, just the, the really interesting styling aspects that, they, that they've used to pull the, you know, to... to pull the driver in and uh, really lure them into the experience in the cabin. Um, and then take the darn thing for a quick spin. You know, it's, it's, um, it, it really pushed all of my buttons. I'll say that. Uh, and, 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 and that's, and that's even considering the hassles that I had with the volume knob and what it took to figure out how to find a volume knob in this car. <laughs> Well, technology, my friend, is a double-edged sword. I'll, I'll leave it with that. But I think that's a good place to put a pin in it for today. Thank you so much, Tom, for driving this thing around. I know it's hard work, but somebody has to do it. And uh, thank you, listener. I know listening to this, it's been a long time. It's been a whole 15 minutes or so. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you could, head over to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify. Drop those five stars. And uh, you know, I say it's at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.